Hi. <laughs> what? We're off to a great start, Kay. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> 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 you threw her completely off. My goodness. <laughs> Said hello. You, you, oh, you did. You did. Whatever. This is all your fault for sure. Hi. Anyway. Anyway. Welcome, welcome back. back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Off to our bullshit. Right. Uh, we're right on schedule. Batting a thousand. Mm. Um, but we really appreciate you sticking it sticking it out with us. It's going to be nice. This episode is actually about the Oregon Caves National Monument. Never heard of it. I'm so excited because I love caves. Uh. So... No. Um, let's just kick this off, right? Ready? Ready. Okay. Caves are naturally spooky for many reasons. For me, it's the way that they're always wet and somehow the air is just thick. I don't like it. <laughs> Moist, thick air. It's just weird. Just drowning in dry land. <laughs> Stalagmites? No, the tights. Guano? <laughs> Ew. It's, it's, just, it's just so wet in there, you know? Like dripping. Nothing all has eyes in there. Caves are weird. Ew, yeah. yeah. Well, Oregon Caves National Monument is... Oregon Caves National Monument is no exception. And the chalet located in the preserve is said to be one of the most haunted locations in Oregon. I'm pretty sure that the caves monument is just one giant cave. And so why it's called the caves monument doesn't actually make a lot of sense to me. it's like it's multiple caves, but it's just one cave. Yeah, but it's just one cave with like a bunch of chambers and a couple of different entrances, but it's all connected. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and I think the reason why it's actually called caves is... um, a money-making thing because they try to get a lot of tourists there, but I'll talk about it. Don't okay. Worry. The preserve is along the California-Oregon border, and it's just about 448 acres. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought there was something on my mic, but it was just my mouth. <laughs> so, okay. Um, I like your way of saying acres. <laughs> I felt like I was like a tape malfunctioning. I thought you were turned into an old man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sorry. The preserve is along the California-Oregon border and is just about 448 acres. 484 acres. There is a really nice story about the, like, modern-day discovery of the cave because obviously, like, it was used by Native Americans for a long time. Right. Prior to the white folk getting involved. Prior to the white folk. And I'm absolutely choosing to believe the story. So nobody is going to tell me that it was discovered otherwise or they found it otherwise. Not happening. So, um, although the radiocarbon dating shows evidence of, um, like, nomadic hunters and gatherers at least 8,500 years before this story would have taken place. Uh-huh. Just, just a fly there. Just a fly. In 1874, Elijah Jones Davidson followed his dog into this dark, spooky cave. Cute. Okay. To make matters worse, 
His dog was chasing a bear off the property. How big is the opening to this cave? It's huge. Oh, okay. So. Where was the bear going? Into the cave. So the bear was also hanging out in the cave. (laughs) So here he goes, just brazing, (laughs) blazing into this cave after his dog, after this bear. Okay. So... Just in case, you know, you were thinking that I make dumb decisions. Never. Um, Right? Uh, Eventually, Davidson felt his way to a stream that's now referred to as the River Styx. And followed it to the light, where his dog was just chilling, waiting for him. Sweet. To come out of the cave. Aw. The bear was not seen again. So, I don't know... If that's, like, a good thing or a bad thing. Maybe they just got lucky. <sighs> I hope. As long as the dog was okay. As long as the dog was okay. You know, that's usually all I care about. Yeah. But after that, he had found this cave that he really wanted to play around in. Okay. And he brought his family, and the Davidson family and a friend or two tried to turn the cave into, like, a tour business, but it didn't actually work out. So they found this cave. You said it was 1850 what? Um, it was 1874. 1874. Mm-hmm. And they found this cave by chasing a bear. And then they were just trying to sell tickets. Chasing a dog, chasing a bear. Chasing a dog, chasing Yeah, they were like, this is cool. Let's, uh, let's get money. Everybody should see this, yeah. For money. For money. For money. Always for money. Of course. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, basically... It just didn't work out. In the early 1890s, Alfonso B. Smith, Oregon Caves Improvement Company. I don't know why this was a thing beforehand. Well, um, I can tell you it's probably not a thing now. Nah, dog. But improving the he, he decided to make a go of the business. Well, he, he had started out by improving a few caves. How do you improve a yeah, cave? Yeah, I don't understand how you improve By, like, a cave. Um, building a road, like... You know, like firming up the road and making the the cars. What are those called? The cars. You know, the like a, those are things. Oh, the mine cars. Yeah, the mine. <laughs> she knew what I was talking about. <laughs> I'm just thinking Minecraft. Yeah, so there's big cave systems. You can build yeah, a lemonade stand. <laughs> the room. <laughs> I have never seen a lemonade stand in a cave. <laughs> No, right outside for when you're done. You know? <laughs> that would be a smart business. <laughs> Such a smart business. Spelunkin' for lemonade? Well, I mean, you know, when you're, for you know, when you're yeah. done. Like, when or done. I guess you can get a lemonade on your way in. Slash but search party. <laughs> Give him a handshake and a lemonade. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess that's where you would probably report your family member missing. Like, hey, this guy didn't also come out. Can yeah. I get a large lemonade? <laughs> Do you got any peach back there? I'm literally crying. This is so fucked up. <laughs> what kind of cave did you do make? I see you have a lemonade. I do have a lemonade. Is that why this is hitting home? <laughs> All the people you had to sacrifice to get that lemonade. Oh my god, there's a serial killer. <laughs> Nobody catches on. 
Oh my god. Well, I'm I don't know what we're even talking <laughs> I mean, about. The Oregon Caves Improvement Company. Oh yeah, that, that company. <laughs> he decided that he wanted to make a go of the business too. Okay. Because he saw a good piece of property for that lemonade stand and he wanted to really get into it. And there was a river already there, you know, Ooh, so the nice. water source. Of course. Just add some lemon, no big deal. It's sugar. Basically. And the lemon. And the lemon. <laughs> um, so he made some wild claims about the cave's potentials to drive, or to like draw in people. Okay. And to like drive a crowd. Sure. Um, he included that it was drivable. Which it absolutely is not. Like, it, he said that it was wide enough to, and like, you can drive in all of no those. Way. Like, in one side oh, or the yeah. other. <clears throat> like, um, like, you can drive through it, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and that it had 600 explorable chambers. It's got, like, maybe 20. Um, that they know of. It was all a lie. He managed to convince the San Francisco Examiner to come and visit and write a story twice. Wow. About how crazy this cave was? About how super sweet it was. Did they ever take him for a free tour? Well, yes, they absolutely did. Because on the second visit, the crowd that they like brought with them ended up vandalizing the oh. monument to a point where they had to close it down. People suck. Yeah. Always have. They always, always have. have. Uh, Smith Shame was a real that. stand-up guy, though, and he continued to borrow money against the, like, value of the cave that he said it was. Um, and he, like, said that he was going to be building a streetcar and other attractions and rides and, like, all this other stuff. How much and, did he have invested in this well, cave? As you can guess, he didn't have a goddamn penny because he just stole all the money and ran away not to be seen again. <sighs> Who believed in this guy? A lot of people. Oh, my God. A lot of banks. Uh, yeah, he was, uh, and of course this was like, you know, 1890s. You can just yeah, show up to a new to town. Disappear. and We've talked about this. I I'm, think. I'm Smith B. Alfonso. Bye. New person. Would you like to fund my business? <laughs> I'm going to rent tours out of this cave. My <laughs> cave. My cave. Um, yeah. So in 1909, though, William Howard Taft officially established the monument. Between 1920 and 1928, the park just saw, like, barely any visitors. But then they established the Oregon Caves Highway and made it very accessible. And the tourism really picked up and it was, like, off and running. So, They just boom. needed to improve the roads. Yes. They basically just needed to make a road. Wow. I know. That's all he needed to do in the first place. You know, I'm learning... As we're doing this podcast about this time, because we talk a lot about this era for some reason. Because America started in the 1800s. Yeah. Well, over here. For sure. Over here, for sure. And we talk a lot about it. And Mm -hmm. I'm just learning that all you needed to do was build a road. And people were like, I live here now. Make a train, make a road. Cool. Done. Done. That's all you needed. A road and a train? A road and a train. But it could be collapsed so quickly, too. (sighs) 
man. All these ghost towns and stuff. (laughs) The suspense. Is it going to last? Is Is it it not going to last? Hmm. Well, um, basically with the pickup and tourism, the Oregon Cave Chateau was built and it was completed in 1934. Gust Liam was the primary designer and the contractor of a six-story landmark. So this place is huge. Um, It's a complex design, and it was especially hard to navigate because it was built over a ravine. Naturally. Naturally. Of course. Due to the the slope of the ravine, four of the six levels have ground entrances. Oh, wow. Wow. So if that makes sense. (laughs) Are the other ones higher up or lower? They're higher. Okay. So it's like there is a slope and... Four of the levels are along the slope, and then there's two levels built along that level three. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, or like above the level three. Got it, okay. Yeah, so. Got it, got it, got it. Level three is technically like level six. It's weird, man. It's very weird. But it looks beautiful. I mean, there's a river growing, going through it. Like it's actually, it's actually gorgeous. Yeah. Um, looking at the pictures, like I can't, and it's it's untouched. Like it, they left it so incredibly pristine, and it's so well maintained, which is just wild for it being built in 1934 because everything like built burned down. So yeah, Um, the. Rooms are almost exactly as they were in 1934, and no major renovations have actually taken place aside from your basic repairs just to keep it in good condition Mm -hmm. and the addition of water and telephone lines. So, um, and also the dorms and the third story were slightly expanded in 1943. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a little bit, a little bit bigger, but that's just some background about this general monument. park monument hotel. Oh, it's a hotel? It, the chateau, yeah. It's a oh. hotel that you can stay at. It's it's amazing. Oh, I didn't realize you said it was a hotel. Oh, That's... I said it was a chateau. Sorry, it's a it's you know a I'm fancy not sophisticated. It's a fancy, fancy hotel. I a said there chateau. was a river running through it. River sticks running through it. I was just it, you know? thinking it was a cave with a river in it. No, <laughs> it's like a cave with a river and then, and then a hotel. Got it. On Six a monument. Stories. Yeah. Okay. On like a bunch of acres you know, with, I with I hiking a, trails. A picture of it because it's you know, hard to picture. It. it is. It's high. It's hard to tra- like um, to picture because it's a huge like forest system with all these trails running through it. And then there's this cave that has tours. And then there's this awesome hotel that you can stay at. So it's like this one stop shop in a. And wrapped in a little bundle. And a nice little cave. Yeah. And, you know, I give you so much good information that you just lose sight of it because it's just like, pew, good information, pew, good information. And it's overwhelming, you know, with how much good information it is. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. I was finding a picture for Oh, Aw, sweet of oh, you. Oh, I see. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. This makes more sense. You know, I was picturing the craziest thing. <laughs> I had something a little I, different pictured, too. But. I think one of these days you should sit down and, and draw that picture for me. I might do it now. You might. Well, yeah, I was imagining, okay, so I was imagining this giant, like, haystack 
cave. This <laughs> haystack cave. Okay. And then there's, you know, it's just open, and here's the cave, and then all of a sudden it's got this river in it. How many stories? Out. Yeah. That. See? Yeah, I guess. I guess. And then <laughs> I thought for some reason they demolished part of the cave, but there was okay. a hotel inside of the cave. Uh, I think the okay, hotel should have been inside the cave. And then you were talking about entrances, and I was like, oh, weird. Maybe there's, like, rock entrances that they have to go up at different levels. I'm oh, I am I so sorry now. that I was not clear. <laughs> I should have worded that better, I guess. Should I start over? No, I think this okay. is fine. I just understand now what it Well, now like. I think we're all on the same page, right? I still need to know what happened to the bear. Well, there's the monument. It just disappeared. See, that's what I was picturing, but it was more of like yeah. the hotel was. That was all in one thing. It the the bear just went into the cave. It was just a cute little story that who knows if it's true or not. It's just the the origin story. The bears you do know? live in caves, so I believe it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, they do live in caves. Well, uh, speaking of bears, I am going to move on to my favorite part of the story. Okay. Okay. So as we know. Uh-huh. I love Bigfoot. Yes. Literally wearing my Bigfoot shirt. Yeah. Uh, I love Bigfoot, love Sasquatch, any other names you give to that mythical monster man. As much as the next Pacific Northwesterner, I love him. I have honey pie. Honey pie. <laughs> Uh, if there is a sighting where my story takes place, I'm going to talk about it. Got it. Well, there are tons of sightings in this national monument and the surrounding, yeah, of honey pie, of baby cakes, cakes. uh, and the surrounding area. He's all over that bitch. Um, One sighting. (laughs) Got it. (laughs) It's all over it. He's all up in it. (laughs) Deep. Deep. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about honey cake. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so one of these sightings was by, sorry, a psychologist who was hiking around with his family on the 4th of July weekend in 2000. They were coming from a cave tour, and they started the hike of the Big Tree Loop Trail. Um, And then, as with most sightings of this tall mystery man, he could be smelled before he could be seen. Don't like that. Oh, I don't think many people do based on the description of the smell. Tell me. Um, Matthew Johnson was the man's name, and he said he smelled a strong, skunky smell, but worse. Hmm. He said then that he spotted him about 40 feet away watching his family. Okay, creepy. Right? (laughs) Don't watch my family. Another furry friend then poked his head up and began watching as well. According, so he had a friend, and they were both peeping. Cute. 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 (laughs) Peeping partners. Creeping around. (laughs) That was my high school days with these two ladies. You were pretty creepy. I was so creepy. So all kids are creepy, though. I don't. I think that it was a little different. Yeah. You're just explaining away because you were the same type of creepy and you know it. Um, (laughs) Well, um, according to Matt, Bigfoot is also like a bit of a woo girl. 
Oh, yeah. During the counter, he could be ma- heard making like a woo woo noise. So like, that's really fun. Oh, I hope he yeah. wasn't like, crying for help or something. No, I think woo-woo. he was talking. I think he was wooing, like woo-woo. right? Like, don't mess with me, woo woo. You know, some kid actually <laughs> just approached him and was just thinking it was somebody in a costume. They're like woo woo, and he's like woo woo, and he just says that now. And now he just says <laughs> cute. So yeah, really cute. Um, a few days later, he uh, Matt, not Bigfoot. Matt. Matt brought <laughs> back uh, Cliff Crook, which is a self-proclaimed Bigfoot tracker. And they found some footprints. I love those guys. Big ones? Big ones. Mm. Right in the spot where he had spotted him. Did they smell them? I don't think so. I think it probably didn't linger, I hope. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they took a cast and then, like... Did they take a cast? They had to have. They must have. He has a kit. He's a tracker. Exactly. He had to have taken a cast. (laughs) If you're not, not like, a professional, then why even do the job, right? Who doesn't take tracks? (laughs) I guess that guy. (laughs) Well, now he does. (laughs) So, um, in addition to there being, like... um, I don't know, like a gang of gang of Sasquatch sightings. There's also a ghost story in the chateau. Who died? Her name was Elizabeth. Of course it was. <laughs> so um, it's a well-known ghost story. Or story, uh, and because the chateau is old and creaky and in the woods, it just has to be haunted, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in the 1930s, a woman named Elizabeth was on her honeymoon and staying in room 310. Sometimes it's said to be 301, but like on the main national parks websites and stuff, it's 310. Okay. So it's, it's 310. What did Elizabeth do in 310? In the middle of the night, Elizabeth awoke up to find her husband still not back in the room. And he was her brand new husband. He's like, what the hell? Like, we're That's supposed to husband. be yeah. cuddling and diddling and doing the thing. Doodling. Doodling. Yeah, doodling. Yeah. Diddling, doodling, and cuddling. Yes. All the links. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so she's wandering around the hotel and discovers him and one of the chambermaids together. Was it consensual? One of the lings? Yes, it was. Doing one of the lings. Oh. Um, there are two different stories, and both are very plausible, but there's no confirmation one way or the other. Because the story is unconfirmed. Like normal. I wouldn't expect anything less. Why would I give you a confirmed story? That's wild. So, um, I actually do. I have been working on one that is confirmed. I'm not even going to. I don't believe you. It's like, it's partially solved. Oh, there it is. It's a little more believable. There we go. There it is. The truth comes out. Uh (laughs) It's partially solved. Okay. It's like mostly solved, but it's like confirmed. So that's something. Uh, you should so be great with you. I'm trying to compromise, ladies. Give me a break. Uh, <laughs> um, so the first way that the story is told is that Elizabeth absolutely loses it. Starts screaming, runs up to the room, and an argument breaks out. Elizabeth loses her mind, and her new husband throws her dramatically out the window and she is hanging on 
for dear life onto the shingles. And because, of course, it's a dark, rainy night, she can no longer hold on. And she slips down into the ravine and slowly dies. So she was murdered. So she was murdered. Yeah. But it's also told in a second way where Elizabeth dramatically just like runs off to her room. She kills herself because of her co- well, husband's murdered. Yeah, well let me say it because okay. it's a it's a thing. Okay, I'm sorry. Jeez. <laughs> so it's one of those rooms where the windows like open out. Dramatic, and they're yeah. they're like full length windows. So she throws open the windows and tosses herself out the window um, and dies. Slowly? I'm so sorry. I don't know. Just probably regular this time. I am just imagining guess, like watching her tumble I... down the roof. <laughs> that sounds all so awful. Nobody saw that. <laughs> I think they all saw it. That's why she lingers. I just figured she just jumped splat. I <laughs> jumped. <laughs> well, the first way. It's not funny. I'm so The first up. I'm way. Sorry. No, the first way she does tumble and, like, you know, scrapes and. Yeah. You know, and hits, hits a bunch of shit on her way down. Right. I think the second one, it's more dramatic because, you know, she's got, of course, got the flowy nightgown and she's got her hand oh, outstretched. Yeah, the landscape. Oh, but that wouldn't, but that wouldn't be like the story then, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. you're right. You've got to have the windows and the dress and the arm and the hair or else it doesn't work. I think she was murdered. She was probably murdered by her husband. I well, hope. Or his lady of the evening. Ooh, or his lady of the evening. The chambermaid. Which is probably why she fucks with him. So, um, either way, her spirit does remain at the chateau. Oh, um, right? I mean, it's a beautiful place. I probably I wouldn't be that upset. But what if you're, like, stuck on a loop and you just have to keep jumping out the window? I mean, I... Try things. Yeah. Make it fun. Make it fun. Watch maybe maybe she like walks slowly and takes different routes back up to the room. You know, maybe she does her hair differently to see what rocket gets. Oh, well, now I'm just waiting to find out what happens. Well, um, she is said to be in that room up until somebody checks in, and then she nopes the fuck out of there and wanders the halls and cries in the linen closet and fucks with the help and makes a bunch of noise. She's just processing a breakup. That's and they're like, you can't doing. stay here. And she's like, fuck you guys. Bet I live here now. <laughs> I live here. For all eternity. And like they say like she like pushes things on the help's head. Like any of the like oh, servers or anything. Like, oh, I wonder if she hates all the maids. <laughs> she hates all the fucking maids. Oh my god. And like I love that she like cries in the linen closet too. Like that's why I have to tell the dramatic suicide story, you know? She cries like, in the linen closet. That's so specific. It is so weird. But all the tissues she can get. Yeah, there is also a story on there that says like um she's said to like repack your things and oh. moves her the furniture around. Oh. So like as soon as you check in, she's like this is actually my room, so you should... I don't know whose stuff this is. <laughs> I think it needs to get out. You should probably leave. Bye. So, yeah. I um, like her. I'm sorry she I like there. her, right? Do you want to hear about the scariest part of this park? Yes. Yes. Okay. 
Um, so tours are offered through like the park ranger service and they have one called the off trail tour. Hmm. No. Do you yeah. have to go into the cave? It's so tempting, right? No. Yeah, even the name of it just sounds wonderful. Okay. Uh, you can go deep into the cave How on deep? this tour. How deep can you go? Uh, you go way deep in there, and at times you are squeezing through spaces mm-hmm. as small as 11 by 19 inches. No. Yep. No. You uh, wheel through. People pay to go on this tour. Oh, yeah. Um, So, like, you can shimmy down into this dark cave where you can't see anything, where there's definitely bats because they make you, like, uh, make sure your clothes haven't been in any other caves because of bat habitat. Okay. Um, Goggles? Do they provide goggles? They do not. They do not provide hand limbs, but you have to have one. What do they provide? They provide a helmet. No, they they provide like a helmet and some gear and also a cute little um, souvenir scarf. And (laughs) that's what sold you. Like, no. Yes. (laughs) Let me go get that scarf, actually. It looks cute. (laughs) Um, But you have to have like specific pants and clothes on um they're real they're real strict about it because of the bats and so you're you know i was just thinking about it like you can spend the day crawling through this dark terrifying cave hoping that you're not gonna like run into a bear a giant snake or some kind of fall through a canal but fall through a canal some kind of bug that's gonna eat you that you've never seen before um and then you can round off your evening by staying in like a super haunted hotel you're giving me all the icks right now I imagine just like what if a lizard with no eyes started looking at you? What if it started looking at you? A lizard with no eyes? (laughs) Yeah, like a lizard (laughs) with no eyes. I said looking at you. Oh, I said looking. You know, like in deep caves, there's like nothing has eyes anymore, and like I thought that was only underwater. (laughs) No, it's in caves too. Is that the same? Makes sense, I guess. I thought they had, like, white eyes, like, milk eyes, you know? I think they're blind down there. They're pretty blind. It's dark as hell. Well, just to uh, finish this off, I want to let you guys know that right now things are really dicey with the wildfires, so it may or may not be open. The freaking wildfires. They're ruining everything. everything. I really wanted to go hiking on my birthday. I really, yeah, wanted to rent an RV and go RVing. With my cats and my dogs for that my anniversary. really nice. Yeah. Everything's but, on fire and it sucks. Yeah. Um, not to complain about our first world problems as people are being evacuated by their or from their houses, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know, we're just in a garage, but it sucks. So. And it sucks for everybody that's going through it. Yeah. Well, that's my story. Thanks, Ashley. You're welcome. I Thanks, don't Ashley. like caves, and the fact that you did a cave is disgusting. I thought you would really like that. I have the heebs. I got the jeebs. I'm intrigued. I don't like caves. You know, you know, there's like, we could probably do a whole episode on like the caves and where all the missing people are. Oh, yeah. I feel like this screams field trip. I don't like caves. Have you ever been to a cave? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I guess you have some legs to stand on. I I went cave tubing one time, and it was the most terrifying thing in the whole entire world because I was in Belize, 
and oh. it was like a dark caving thing and you had to turn your lights off in one of the sections and they waited to tell you till after you came out of the cave that there is like a lot of spiders and snakes and also alligators in that cave um in the water underneath you so that's why you turn your stuff off yep that's why i think so oh lord um no i think it's actually just like a sensitive environment but well imagine if the light turned on and they just scattered everywhere I would cry. <sighs> yeah, so, I'm so grossed out. <sighs> um, you're welcome. Thank you so much. That was terrifying. I'm good. Well, I I'm upset that that lady got murdered. She'll be fine. R.I.P. Girl. <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>